Hey, Saints and Ains, how up? are you? What's up with y'all? What's up with y'all? I hope you're blessed and highly favored. Mm-hmm. Don't know where you are. Don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't even know how you're dressed. Don't even know if you took a bath yet. Brush your teeth. We know all hair. of you guys took baths. Never mind Jackie. Some or showers. Of you, some of you didn't, though. Or some of y'all, you know, y'all got in the shower. I feel like I said this before, but y'all got in the shower without a washcloth. And that's a little concerning. Hey, man, stop judging people. Nah, because that means you just, you just move the soap around with your hand, and that's not enough agitation for me. Agitation. So that means that, that it's, it's still some dirt in, in some places. I'm pretty sure some people sud up real good with their hand. But just, your, you know your hand saying? is too smooth. You need a washcloth to kind of like, you know, break the dirt apart, and then you, you rinse. I agree. Because I just stayed in some houses. Where they didn't even offer me a washcloth as an option. I said, oh, that's what y'all do all the time. I agree, but we ain't going to judge the people because some people are probably real skilled at it. But wait, what about the butt? <laughs> so, <laughs> when you... Did it just click you know, to you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was trying to stick up for the people. And nah, then it's, just like, it's some dirt wait. in some places. So if you... <laughs> They not washing that. They just letting the soap run down, and they think that's enough, and it's not. Okay. The spirit has more for us. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has came so we can live life and have life more abundantly. And having a still dirty crack, it's not what God has called us to. Wait a minute. <laughs> so it's people out there who don't use washcloths. Yes, I'm trying to tell you this. I've stayed at their houses. They just. <laughs> They'll just give you all they got is body towels. Oh. They don't have washcloths. And that's that's not even like I can even see if you maybe got they, a, a spo- like a Maybe they use the hand and then wash it. Real I'm thoroughly. trying to tell you. They think that because they boo-booed and wiped it, that it's gone now. Oh my goodness. It ain't gone now. How do we start talking about boo-boo? Especially you a man, it's things underneath that. Okay, listen, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> This episode you is not squirt, about boo-boo. You can squirt as much body wash as you want to <laughs> on the places where the sun don't shine. This episode is not about washing up. But it's dirty. Okay. What are we talking about today? We're talking about anger. <laughs> <laughs> that had nothing to do with that. But that's the point, right? We're supposed to like talk about something that has nothing to do with nothing. So... Anger is an emotion, an, an experience that all humans, even dogs, <laughs> have. Like anger is our is, dog gets angry a lot. Is a thing, and there's I think two. There's multiple perspectives, but I think two healthy perspectives of, of anger is all anger isn't bad, right? Right. God gets angry. Mm-hmm. Um, like there's there's righteous anger that something bad happened to this person or there the, there was an offense towards God and I have a an, a righteous zeal about it. Yeah. But then there's anger that is sinful, right? Yeah. That that is rage like raging and wrathful and unkind and all the things. And so I think. Part of the struggle as a Christian is one to discern when we're functioning in either one. Yeah. But also how not to be a slave to either one. And so I think my original, my, my first question for you would be, what is your experience with ang- anger? Both of them, unrighteous and righteous anger. It's a good question. Um, well, as you know, because you're my wife, right? I, I had an anger issue 
most of my life. Yeah, I think my experience um, with anger is a combination of a, a lot of things. It was a combination of how I was raised. Mm. I think it was a combination of just my personality. When you say that, though, how was the way you were raised? Like, how did that? I saw a lot of people around me act in anger okay. all the time. And so, you know, um, I think that you kind of instinctively pick up, you know, habits. Yeah. I mean, everybody around me was just angry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I grew up seeing, you know, people fighting and just with a fast temper. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, I think that you, you, you kind of adopt a lot of those, a lot of those characteristics. But I think um, a lot of my anger dealt with deep trauma mm. and deep hurt mm -hmm. and rejection, right? And so not having my father around as much as I once wanted to. My mentor in sixth grade pointed it out like, you're hurt, right? And so uh, I think that you, I became accustomed to uh, having like a quick temper. And uh, uh, because I think when we talk about anger in general, I think it's anger can be so so layered. Like I think a lot of it times is. when you see anger, you kind of you kind of seeing the the manifestation of something that's deeper, mm -hmm. right? Hurt, trauma, pain, grief, a pride. It's it's so many things under the mm -hmm. under under anger, and so like I think mine was just a lot of that. Because I I I think it's helpful to to know or for people to to be reminded that anger is a symptom. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think sometimes it's easier to feel the anger instead of asking the question of why is it even there? Yeah. Like what what am I mad at? What am I hurting about? What am I frustrated with? Underneath it, we're able to deal whatever that thing is, yeah. which helps to deal with the anger. Absolutely. But go ahead. Absolutely. And it wasn't until I became a Christian where I, I, I learned that. And, yeah. and, you know, men of God who walk with me had to teach me. Um, you know, and so like, I think, yeah, my, my, um, so to answer your question uh, about, you know, my, my, I guess, sinful anger, I've, I, I struggle with that even as a Christian. I mean, I mean, you know how it was when I first became a Christian, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, um, when I first started to do poetry in churches, um, and I, I had interaction with people after, after the event, the old Preston couldn't. You can say something to the old Preston back then that you can say to me now, right? right? <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm much more mature in Christ. Um, God is God has humbled me in a lot of ways, um, and showed me and t and taught me a lot about myself. And so back then I had a fast temper, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, and just I was just still, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I think when we become Christ, uh, He does make make us new creatures. But let's be honest, we still have the residue of our old mm -hmm. nature, you know what I'm saying, in some way, shape, or form. And so that's the reason why when God saves us, he doesn't, he doesn't holistically save us once and for all on, on earth. No, it's a sanctification process. And mm -hmm. so when God was sanctifying me uh, through the years, I had a lot of tears, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, dealing with, dealing with anger, um, which was encouraging because I think it showed me that I, I knew God mm -hmm. and I had conviction over my anger. But it was something that in in the beginning, yeah. my early Christian days, it was something that I felt like I was never going to shake. Yeah. But God. Yeah, I think the, the, the thing with me and the way I was raised and, and parented is that nobody would look at me, even now, and think that I'm an angry person. I think serious, yes. But maybe not angry. I mean, some people who will look at you online, they might be like, oh, I, th I, I can see her getting angry. 
Some. Perhaps, yeah. But because I, you're so, because you seem so serious, but you you goofy too. Yeah, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I think the way your anger expressed itself looked like the common, typical form of anger. Yeah. Loud, violent, raging, all the things. Right. I've never done that. No, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think it would, it would, like, if you put my anger in a room with your anger, my anger wouldn't look like anger. Yeah. And I had to realize, though, I think I was reading a book or listening to somebody speak, and they were saying that being easily irritated is being easily angered. Mm-hmm. And that's when I realized, oh, I have an anger problem too. Wow. Because I don't rage and I don't get violent, but I get mad at little things very quickly all the time. Mm-hmm. It could be somebody chewing the wrong way and I'm irritated. Oh, well, you have to repeat yourself. You hate I, that. Some, ah, it just, <laughs> it, it bothers me. And that, like, we have to name it. it it's anger. Yeah. You're mad at, <laughs> like, really petty things. Mm-hmm. And so I really do think that is an unrighteous form of anger to always be perturbed and disturbed and distressed by every single thing in the world, which is also probably a product of control. Because you want everybody to mm. move and speak and behave in a certain way around you. Yeah. And when they don't, it pisses you off. And that's the problem. Uh, so we also got to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, it's layered. Um, I think you asked me a question. I don't think I answered your second your second question. It was like, how do, uh, how have I done, dealt with righteous anger? And I think before... I have a theory, but I'm going to let you talk. Go ahead. But before... But like, before I felt like God had to show me what righteous anger was. He had to first expose how unrighteous my anger was. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think God did that by, by showing me um, how low-key prideful I was. Oh, yeah. Um, and Because I think a, a lot of times our anger is, a, is attached to pride or is attached to not feeling like we have control of a situation, which is pride. Which is pride and, you know, and we, and we feel like we should have control of, of, of a situation. And I also think that it is um, my, a lot of my anger um, um, was not just pride or f- feeling like I didn't have control, but a lot of anxiety mm. of feeling, feeling afraid and not wanting to name it fear because of ah. the toxic masculinity that I was so steeped in in my environment, and so mm-hmm. like I, I, it's it's an emotion. Mm-hmm. It's an emotion that that's that's easy for a man mm-hmm. to to easily go to instead of just saying I'm scared, right? Yeah. Um, because because it, it, which is sad that a man being angry is still considered some form of strength. Yeah. Cause you remember when my cousin got shot, right? Right. And you remember how I acted? Right. Like I, I went crazy. I was punching stuff. You know, what I'm saying, crying, and um. But looking back at that Preston, I really just wanted to to mourn, and I wanted to to be sad, and I wanted to pray, and I wanted to. But like, I think looking back, just to be honest and transparent, I was afraid of looking weak, mm-hmm. right? And so instead of saying, man, my cousin just got shot all of these times and by the grace of God, he survived. But when you hear that he got shot those many times, you just automatically think that he's dead. And so instead of just just looking weak in front of a lot of the people that I was around, Mm. I I think fear is more convenient 
for somebody who doesn't want to look weak. Anger. Ang- I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I, anger. I think anger is more convenient to somebody who doesn't want to look weak mm-hmm. because it's a, it's a, it's sometimes I think anger for a man um, can be like a, like a, a false sign of, of strength still. Why, why are men so angry? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. I, I, I think that's a, I think that's such a, a broad question because I, I think, of course. Yeah. Well, I think men, uh, of course are angry for different reasons. I know in the context that I came from, um, we're angry for a lot of different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when you grew up struggling and I didn't like, I grew up around a lot of people who struggled, a lot of black men who struggled and a lot of black men who didn't have a silver spoon put in their mouth and a lot of black men who had it had it rough in the house. And then when they came outside, it was even rougher. Right. Um, people who felt like everybody's always trying to take advantage of me at any given time. I don't have time not to have this persona um, that I'm that I'm tough and that I'm that I'm serious and I don't and I, and I don't have any room not to express anger the moment anybody mm-hmm. ever tries to trap me right because I it's a form of protection mm-hmm. and so I think you just kind of grow up in an environment where you're not really taught or even given the permission to feel mm-hmm. and so anger is just a way of life mm-hmm. for a lot of people um, you know and I think I think. Yeah, I think for a lot of men, like I said, I think anger can be like this false sense of strength, mm. right? Um, instead of crying and being vulnerable, I'd rather be angry, right? Yeah. Because it is a way to let some emotion out. It's not, you're not letting that emotion out in a healthy way, but I, I do think it's a way but to let some emotion out. We had a conversation with Rich Perez in February. Yeah. And we we, we we talked about this and one thing rich said that was really insightful is that he thinks that you know men have been given the permission to be angry but not to feel any other emotion Hmm. and that that is potentially the reason why men find themselves chasing after women sexually because that's also the only place they've been, they've been given the permission to feel something. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the thing yeah. is that, uh, yeah, you can be angry, but if you don't deal with the hurt and the insecurity and the pain and the frustration underneath it, then you also find other uh, sinful ways to cope. You know, because it's a mean of like anger makes you numb. Yeah, it does. But because you're human, you need to feel something. Yeah. And so some people run to sex or pornography or whatever it is to feel alive again. Mm-hmm. When really they just need to cry out before the Lord and allow the Lord to do a work and to heal them, actually. Yeah. Because, you know, acting out with rage or having sex with everybody you find or whatever, however you deal with your stuff, it's not healing you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, because, 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 um, if we don't learn how to express ourselves as men, and I, and I don't even want to just limit this, limit this to men, uh, you yeah. know, men and women, you know, if we don't learn how, to, learn how to express ourselves, I do think that we will result to anger as a false sense of, re- of, of relief. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, let me, let me, let me get this out. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't until I started to really learn how to like be, be okay with mm-hmm. the way I was feeling and learning that crying isn't a sign of weakness when I started to see, okay, I don't get angry as much. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how to process my emotions in a healthy way. I'm trying to figure out why you were talking. I was thinking like I was trying to think about 
the women I know and how anger looks for them. And I can't put my finger on it, to be honest. Because really? again, I think uh, a woman's anger, there, I mean, there are some extreme versions, you know, where you got, I buzz the windows out your car. Like that's, <laughs> right. that's anger, right? I've seen it. Uh, putting Snickers and tanks and things. Uh, but I also- Snickers and tanks? Yeah, you never heard it. So if you put sugar in somebody's tank, got the it. sugar messes up the car. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I- I guess I'm just trying to think through ways that anger can look coming from a, uh, how anger can look coming from a feminine body. And I think one way is manipulation. Hmm. Break that down. What do you mean by that? So what I've discovered or observed is that women who have been controlled or abused or put in circumstances that are unjust that they de- they developed a, a a defense mechanism to to protect themselves from pain and protect themselves from being used and a part of the way they do that is to control their environment and control people and controlling their environment and controlling people allows them to kind of play a chess game with life where they're always the one in power but the thing is at the root of that is anger so okay so so you're saying you're you're still mad at what somebody did to you mm, and because you haven't dealt with what they did to you now you're controlling everybody and so it's instead like, of just dealing with your anger yeah wow. you just got to deal with it because it's it's the hurt and the rage intertwined that's manifested itself and you making puzzle pieces out of human beings yeah so yeah and that's a problem so not anger per se but what anger causes you how to it do produces it, how it looks yeah that's because i mean deep. a man being uh sexually promiscuous that doesn't look like anger but underneath it is this i am mad at the fact that my mother rejected me so i'm going to reject every woman i'm gonna take their body but i'm never gonna give them my heart that that's Oof. that's what anger does to us it makes us animals wow and that's a that's I, I think god wants us to be human and a part of being human is feeling feelings but giving them to the lord so that we're able to engage with the world around us and even engage with ourselves in an authentic way yeah yeah man that's, that's so deep um i well everybody who's close with me or who knows me know that i've, I've dealt with anger um, but I remember, I think I could remember one of the first times I, I was extremely convicted, mm-hmm. um, by, by how angry I got. And it was, it was, it was a simple truth, but it was, it was so heavy for me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that truth was, um, and I know we, we've heard people say this a bunch of times and it can sound like a cl- cliche, but like all the times in which we offended God. You know, for us to be angry at someone for their little offenses, even if even if the offense is great, right? God is the only one who uh, who is perfect, right? Who is who is faultless, and so He doesn't deserve to be sinned against. Yes, right. And so we're not we're not we're not perfect, you know. And so I think this is the reason why the Bible tells us to be angry, mm-hmm. but but to sin not, mm-hmm. right? Because because. Anger is 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 an emotion that God has given us, and if we if we're if we're righteous, right? Do you think that's true? Yeah. Explain. Because I think righteous anger compels us to serve God, mm-hmm. right? And so I think when when we have a righteous anger that doesn't that that is not vengeful, mm-hmm. right? But wants to serve God and serve people, right? I think 
God can use that, mm-hmm. right? And so I think, I think every emotion that we have, God created it, you know what I'm saying? Because in the way that God gets angry, he allows us to get angry. He just wants our anger to look righteous, like his anger is righteous. Yeah. I right? guess I was thinking, and this is just me processing. It's yeah. not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong or right. Oh, you better not say you're wrong. <laughs> it's more so that I, I, the, the, the human part of anger is the reality that we're made in the image of God. Therefore, uh, a root of mostly all anger, sinful or not, is we are responding to injustice. Mm-hmm. So you did something wrong to me. You did something wrong in the world. You did something. And so there's, there's, there's wrath and there's anger. But I think the funny thing is, if sin didn't exist, would we be angry? Hmm. That's the question. So that's why I ask what I ask. Yeah. Because it's like... Yes, we're made in the image of God and therefore we care about wrongdoing. But even then, the presence of anger in this world is a result of the fall. Yeah. And so one day we'll be in a place where there is no injustice, therefore there is no anger. But now we're in the place where there is and now we got to deal with it. Yeah. Sorry, I just made that real deep. Yeah, no, no. I think it's true, though. And I think it's a good point because I think if sin didn't exist jealousy wouldn't exist right um you know um but we see that god is still a jealous god he's not jealous of us he's jealous for us so i think that when a spouse cheats on their spouse i think she or he has a right to be angry right Mm -hmm. um i don't think that he has a right or she has a right to sin against their spouse but no this person who belonged to you who gave gave them you they gave you their their vows that they were honor you and protect you and, and and to to stay committed to you they lied right and they 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 betrayed you and so like i think anger is an emotion that god is not mad that that we feel sometimes but i think that when we sin against people in that anger i think that's when god has a a big problem with it yeah because that comes out of unbelief yes that's uh i've always been really challenged in peter where it says that when they reviled him jesus mm-hmm. he did not not return uh, let me see. i want to actually say it i don't want to paraphrase pause we talking about when peter chopped off buddy ear no it's in peter it says like when they reviled him he did not speak or return for he entrusted himself to the one who judges justly uh. <laughs> that's what brian when he first started discipling me he was like yeah, you're Peter. <laughs> okay. Uh, so in First Peter 2, it says, when he was reviled, Jesus, he did not revile in return, meaning he did not insult in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to one who judges justly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's always convicted me because... Becoming a person that does not sin against God in your anger is to become a person that believes that vengeance really does belong to the Lord. Yeah. And so there's a there's a there's a measure of faith that I have to have that God sees the wrong that has been done to me, big or small, and he will handle it or he has handled it Mm -hmm. because Christ died on the cross and took on the penalty of sin. And so, I mean, that's hard because you feel weak. And you feel like, you know, if somebody did something crazy to you, betrayed you, or you, you got people who's, who's like, fam- like you have, like whose families have been killed 
you got Trayvon's Martin mom. Like you have all this injustice in the world and you feel like if I don't do something, who is? Yeah. And so yeah. we, I think there's this burden that we have to trust God to handle it. Now that does not mean that where there is injustice, we just sit back and say, I mean, you know, God is going to handle it. No, like God has put us on earth to do justice too. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. I'm talking about in the sinful. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. But I think even on a, on a, on a deeper level, just speaking for myself, it, it like my anger, of course I got angry for, for, you know, things that happened, you know, with my family and seeing people close to me, you know, you know, killed and which I think people who experience things like that, that's, that's a natural emotion. But I think a lot of it is low key us playing like, like the role of God, like thinking that no one should sin against us. Right. And yeah. so I, I, I low key f- felt like that at times that like, no, like it was this self-righteousness in me. You know what I'm saying? That when somebody sinned against me, um, though I had a right to be anger, angry, I, I, I responded to them in a way that was like vengeful mm-hmm. because I didn't I, like like how dare you, mm-hmm. you, you know, what I'm saying like like I'm not to be, you know, mm-hmm. sinned against. And it's like, no, like the only one is, who is perfect is, is God. And so I'm not justifying people, you know, I get it. Send it, send it against me. But I think the way I responded, um, I, yeah, I think God wants us to be humble even in how we respond in, that, in, in our anger. That connects to an idea I had, which is one time I heard Tim Keller say, uh, if, you, if you interrogate or investigate the things that make you angry, you'll find your idols. Hmm. Yeah. And things that's, there are things that will make you angry that won't make me angry. Yeah. And there are things that make me angry that won't make you angry. Yeah. And that's because we have a different set of idols and a different way of uh, seeing our identity. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like one of your biggest triggers is feeling like somebody's trying to like check you or sun you. Don't do that. Like that that triggers you in a really deep way. I I remember when we first got married, it was just I, I. Yeah, I. I feel sorry even thinking about it now. I just used to like <laughs> a soft heart. I just used to just like when I first got married to you. I just used to snap really mm-hmm. fast because I thought that you was trying to sun me. Yeah, it's like no, don't try to control me. Right. But it was so much pride mm-hmm. under that. You know what I'm saying? That God had to like deal with my heart at, and I didn't hurt your little feelings at times. I'm like, why am I so yeah. aggressive at this? You know what I'm saying? And so like, but it was it was it was. So what is the idol there? What is that? The idol there is. You think being, I'm, you must think I'm weak. Being like, yeah, yeah, you like feeling like you perceive me as somebody that you can take advantage of. Oh, huh. uh, don't like I was raised uh-huh. never to let anybody think that I'm weak. Uh-huh. And so like when you used to say little things or like, like, well, who you think I am? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And it was just immediately like anger will fill <laughs> my body. I understand that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's, you know what I'm saying? Like I was trained to think a certain way. So I think a lot of our anger, I said it in the beginning of this podcast, like I think it's, it's attached to how we were raised mm-hmm. and, and, and our examples mm-hmm. of how we saw human beings deal with other human beings. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think one thing that makes me angry, and this is going to sound petty, but it's not. Is when I feel like people think I'm stupid. Yeah. So one way that shows up is if if I can see that somebody's trying to manipulate me, it it makes me angry because it's like, oh, you really think I don't see you? Like and it's if, like like that, you think I'm I'm dumb enough to not see 
how you move. And that actually like makes me really angry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And do you think that sometimes you're justified in that anger? If 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 that is the yeah, case. Yeah, sure. Sure. Because but the, the it's as if I'm assigning like awareness to the person as gotcha. if the person is like oh jackie doesn't see me so i'm a manipulator because <laughs> to me it's like oh you you think i'm crazy right like right. you think i don't see you but i th- i think that one of the really negative ways that it also manifests is that underneath that is in i think an idol of me feeling really smart Mm-hmm. and intelligent right yeah and so one way it manifests is me being angry that somebody could think that i don't see that they're trying to manipulate me but another one is if i'm in a room and someone tries to intellectually undermine me mm-hmm. right so it's it's manifesting in all kinds of different ways where somebody's intellectual arrogance is really anger yeah it's no i'm smarter than you yeah so so calm so down you, so you're saying <laughs> that you and other people um can have anger because they have so much competence in their in their uh in their in their intelligence that that when somebody challenges you it kind of exposes yeah, the idol. The, the idol is I idolize the way I'm able to think. And therefore in any way where the way I think is challenged, then you will see anger. Yeah. Too much confidence in your competence. Yeah. Which well, exposes pride and, and yeah, all and the anger. things yeah yeah that's, all the cr- things. that's deep so i just I, i'm just saying that like getting underneath our anger and seeing what the idol is and dealing with the idols can actually make us happier people yeah <laughs> now to end i think we should talk about righteous anger real quick and my theory i mentioned that in the beginning i think i have a theory with you which is i wonder how much your apologetics ministry is driven by righteous anger yeah it is explain it's a it's 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 such a it's such a righteous anger because I like I I have a I have a deep anger for people who lead people astray from the true gospel mm-hmm. like it like it's a burning inside of me and I also have I I I I also feel um this strong, I don't even know if this is anger, but I, well, I do get angry at the fact that Christians walk past Jehovah's Witnesses and other religions every single day and act like Matthew 28, when the Bible tells us to make disciples of all nations, is not including these people mm-hmm. who need salvation. Mm-hmm. Which is a justice thing. Yeah, which yeah. is a just, justice thing. And so, like, I, like, for me, I don't necessarily have to be the smartest apologist in the world. Mm-hmm. I just know how to know the gospel and know what you believe is false yeah. and to share the gospel with you and at least tell you what you, be- what you believe is wrong. Mm-hmm. I, and so for me, a lot of my evangelism and my apologetics is driven by this righteous anger mm-hmm. um, that, that says like, no, nah, like, no, nah, you, you just can't be out here teaching that Jesus is not God in the flesh. You just can't be out here teaching mm-hmm. that God doesn't exist mm-hmm. and that, you know, religion is, 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 is evil. And, you know, cause these are, these are lies. Mm-hmm. And so like, I, I, I do, you know, uh, I heard an artist say one time that, you know, you don't need to defend God. Um, you don't need to defend a lion. You just, you just got to let him out, the, out of the cage. And so my righteous ang- anger isn't driven by me having feeling like I have to defend God. But I do feel like as, as, a, as a child, I think that I should feel 
not a not a like a self-righteous anger like I'm better than people, mm-hmm. but an anger that drives me and compels me to 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 act mm-hmm. and to and to and to bring justice mm-hmm. to people who are being lied to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think when anger is done, when 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 your, when your anger is righteous in that way, I think that it won't cause you to look down on people. It won't cause you to to have your nose up and it won't it won't cause you to talk down to people, but it will cause you to to serve God and serve people when you see injustices mm. happening. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I just I just have that that burden for, I guess, different religions. And no, that's that's beautiful because I I brought that up because I think it could be encouraging for people to know that they like that there is there are practical ways to express righteous anger that actually end up doing good in the world. Yeah. You know? Let me just say this too, babe. That's, that's, that's one thing. That's, I, guess, I guess that's one way you can identify if, if your anger is righteous. When you see someone doing an injustice, not attacking them, but doing the opposite to make sure you be a, a good representation to expose Flesh that out. the lie. So basically, like I think if a lot of people would stop attacking people who they feel is false, but you feel more of a need to preach the true gospel mm-hmm. um, because of the, 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 the lies that you're seeing that, that, that it's spilled. Because um, I think it's easy when someone says something false or does something you know, in the body of Christ or even do, does something to you for you to attack them and mm-hmm. to express your anger on mm-hmm. someone. But I think, no, nah, real, real righteous anger compels us to not only be compassionate to the people who are hearing lies or being compassionate with others, but actually being compassionate to the person who's spilling the lies Mm -hmm. and saying, you know what, because what you just said is false and what you just did is wrong. Instead of me being self-righteous in my anger and attacking you, no, this is actually compelling me to, to, to be the opposite, mm-hmm. like to really walk by the spirit, by the spirit mm-hmm. because I don't believe you are. Mm-hmm. And so I think real righteous anger compels us to be different, not compels us to attack. That's good. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Because I, yeah, I, I, would, I, would, I would think that that was what was at play when, yeah. when Jesus uh, cleansed the temple. Yeah. You know, like it was zeal for his father's house that moved him. Mm-hmm. To do what might have looked violent, yeah, and potentially they would assume unrighteous, but nah, that was righteous anger. Like y'all yeah. gonna put respect on my daddy's name, right? You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so there, there is a place. There is place for the cleansing of the temple, and then there is place for being reviled and not reviling in return. Yeah, but I think the way we discern how to move is by the power of the spirit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. good. That was enjoyable. Yeah, bet. I'm not angry at all. I'm a little angry. Cause right. you, you didn't buy me nothing to eat, and you, and you uh, offered me something to eat. Bye, y'all. But I'm gonna get that to the Lord. Thirty minutes with the Perrys is a production of Ivy Media Podcast, edited by Angie Elkins, video recording and audio production by Kim Powell, artwork by Hop, and music by Swoop. Join us on Patreon for early access to With the Perry's episodes and other exclusives. You got two options. You can go to www.patreon.com forward slash with the Perry's or just go ahead, scroll. You'll find the link in our show notes. We are the Perry's. Thank y'all for listening.
Now go with God. 